0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rumble over the Thunder podcast. I believe we're now up to 19 because 18 was hey, there. there. We did 18-ish on, on, on the uh, 19, on the we're up to Jeff
1: Fredrickson. Jeff
0: Fredrickson,
1: yes. Nick Bolt.
0: Nick the Nut One of the Bolt. original yep. four-cylinder champions. Why I can't really remember too many other 19s. It's not, mm. a, I mean, Matt Whitman. Matt Whitman, current, yeah. Currently, not really all that popular of a number. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Oh, well. We got a nice trophy in front of us, Andy Monday. What's hey, that all about? Where did that come from? What is that
1: all about? We talked know. about this for a while last year, and uh, Dan
0: Strong, do you know what that's all about?
2: Uh, I think some guy named Bernhagen won this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night, you know. Oh yeah,
1: I oh. should start giving you trophies Tell every you time I pick night. wrong. Who picked? Who picked Bernhagen to win on this podcast? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, 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 Dan wasn't there. Uh, uh, do you blah, had blah, first blah. pick? I think you went Rodewald. Didn't he? He, he was leading. leading.
0: He was leading, and then he realized that I picked him and jinxed him. <laughs> What's funny I've never about seen that a car too? car tighten up so much.
1: What's so funny about that too is uh, Bernhagen. I talked to while we were watching the four-cylinder feature, and he said uh, he came up next to me and said, "Hey, I don't know if we're going to be able to get the job done from 12 tonight to support your podcast pick." And I said, "Don't worry about it. it. It's 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 meant to be." I
0: used to like Jesse Bernhagen a lot. Like he and I used to be friends and stuff, and now he's got to go turn and shove this all in my face. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't know about this. Yeah.
1: Just, he had a good night, fast time, and yeah. a future win.
0: And it was Farrah's birthday today, too. Hey, there you Th- go. His girlfriend, Becca, we call her Farrah, just so you know. We'll tell you the story behind that later. but <laughs> Off the podcast? Yeah, that's an off the podcast <laughs> story. Does she have
2: Farrah Fawcett hair?
0: Call her Farrah.
1: Just call her
2: Farrah. Farrah. Okay.
1: Sweet girl. But uh, anyway. Dan, welcome back. Yeah, Dan,
2: yeah, good to see you. Thank you.
1: Took a little hiatus. I from was the last camping. One. Was
0: that what you were doing?
2: Uh huh. We'll say camping. Okay. <laughs> It was intense Intense (laughs) Intense So let's do the math Alright So Memorial Day weekend We know this is going to get edited
1: out So Memorial Day weekend If we do the (laughs) math (laughs) Probably by next March No Okay never mind
0: Yeah Big Daddy Danny (laughs) And there's the cut mark (laughs) right there
3: Alright Dan Well
0: great to have you back
2: Yeah it's great to be back
0: For sure For sure So Let's get into the action right away Um You know, how many times do we get to talk about second, thirds, fourths, fifths, consistencies, and all that stuff? And finally, week number two, just go ahead, get the win right out of the way. Had to feel good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it definitely did. We struggled a little bit tonight. The car was good in practice, and uh, they drew the the great number of 10 to start qualifying. And for whatever reason, that's not been a good thing for me, uh, having to roll off first uh, for qualifying. I don't. There's there's no scientific reasoning to that. Other than uh, I always I wondered. I think about that. the super late model tires maybe pick up rubber from the limited late model tires, but there's no way to prove. Do You any want to know that. a
0: fantastic story about qualifying early? Slinger Nationals. Can't remember the year. Uh, we drew the number. I want to say 52, 53, something like that. Rich Lock, fifty-five car, did not at all want to qualify first. So he went and changed his number to 50. So he was one of the last to qualify. (laughs) Made the show. It worked out. There is...
1: They probably had no a rule after that though. There's a
0: pseudoscience or something to it, but I think they just actually started doing random draws and things like that. Didn't go by number, but there is something to that. Guys don't seem to like to qualify first.
1: Yeah, and... uh, like i said the car was good in practice and then uh for whatever reason qualifying the first lap was good and then the second lap was nearly identical it was like the same lap two laps in a row and uh ended up qualifying 10th which i don't think we've been that far back since maybe the white race two years ago um so definitely had to take advantage of our starting spot in the future and uh had a good battle at the end with uh mr kendall and we chatted about it after the race and stuff and uh just really happy to get the win i i know uh Kyle Kuala and and you guys, we've all had some fun with it. Not winning a race last year and yep. to get the monkey off the back right away in May here this year is uh, a good thing.
0: Yeah, it's funny, Dan and I don't have to worry about winning races. We just win the party.
2: Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah, never won a race. If Dan now. comes to the party. Never never won a race. Never well, lost hey, the party. This
2: year I'm going to. I've already got Friday off. So yeah, excellent. Parte. So
0: let's talk a little bit about that battle up front uh, with Bobby Kendall, and it wasn't just Bobby Kendall because JVO was right there and after you and Kendall got together a little bit JVO went to the outside did you kind of see what was happening in the rearview mirror had a was it a bit of a relief to know that they were battling for a second behind you because that that was sort of what allowed you to slip away there at the end. yeah
1: it definitely was our car was pretty good the first maybe 12-15 laps and it started going away a little bit and Bobby you know caught us we probably had a eight six eight car length lead and he closed that up Um, and then we raced pretty hard and Uh, We got together pretty good one time out of turn four. We talked about that after the race. And um, I was trying to give him as much room as I could on the bottom. But when you're the leader, you don't want to give up the lead that easily either. So it was just good, hard racing. And uh, once we got together there and he slipped up a little bit, Jeff got to his outside. And they're running side by side and just kind of counting down the laps, knowing I got to get away because, you know, if Jeff was able to pass him, he would have been the next one up challenging.
0: Yeah, a lot of fun to watch. And another guy that was really fun to watch in that race was Casey Johnson. He got up to fifth. I think he goes around Sawyer' efforts, and then he was about half a straightaway behind you guys. And suddenly, in the last few laps, he was right there too. Just in case anything happened, I think he slipped past Kyle Kalmus there with probably two or three laps ago. Got fourth. 47. About right. Yeah, 47 car was looking pretty stout.
1: Yeah, and that car's been hooked up all year. I talked to Dennis Chase a little bit. He came over, congratulated our team after the feature, and uh, they're really happy with that car that they built. The tire temps, everything's looking really good. So uh, they're poised to. Uh, be in it for uh, a really good season. They're probably up there with Kalmus, maybe even tied for point lead with Kalmus after two weeks into the mm-hmm. season. So,
0: uh, gotta ask you as well. You know, you you made that post here. I think it was this last week about some of the guys that you're sort of mentoring a little bit, and uh, you got outdone by one of your uh, <laughs> by one of your proteges this week, Mickey Shally, out qualifying you today and started on the front row with you.
1: Yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. We were actually going out first qualifying. You're able to watch everybody else qualify from up top of the trailer. And when we see him to come around, he ran his first lap. It was like a high seven or something. I told the guys on the trailer, he's going to knock us out of the dash. Here he goes. And he did it. And, you know, some of the guys on the team were kind of dejected a little bit. But I was really happy because Mickey's putting in the work. And, you know, I went over to him uh, with him to pull over on Monday for the Dick Trickle race. Yeah, it's been uh, a pretty good week for they him. They ended up winning it. the team yeah. event. So it's it's fun to see guys you help go from being a car that's in the semi-feature every week, not making the show, and just stick with it and keep putting in the work. Um, and now he's up there, you know, starting on the front row of the feature with me. That's pretty neat.
2: Yeah, I'm really impressed with him this year. Like it it's been a yeah.
0: major difference. You from, can see from the confidence that. in him, too. I think oh, that's yeah. that's really the biggest difference I see so far this year is the confidence that he has. It's definitely
1: that, and uh, having some great crew help. He's got Dylan Wenzel, who stepped out of the car this year, now crew chief in yes. Forum. You know, I went over there Monday with them guys, the Plover, and um, I tried to let Dylan take charge in any setup changes on the car you know they have come and ask me what do you think what do you think we should do it's like hey this is your rodeo I'm just here to support and help out with you what you guys want to do and uh they definitely got their stuff together so probably a, a front runner for the most improved driver this year so far absolutely I, I
0: would have to agree with you you know the fun thing was is it wasn't just their battle up front you know you had Casey Johnson kind of working his way through Strelka after setting fast time comes through did you catch the end of the last chance race? I did. With Tim Springstrow and Grant Griesbach coming down to the line. What a fantastic race that was.
1: It definitely was and I was kinda of bummed when there was that caution with I believe three laps to go and maybe Anthony lost the motor in the fifty car. Um, because they were they had a good battle brewing and I thought, Oh now we got a caution with three to go, they're gonna be single file and they got right next to each other side by side and I almost thought maybe Greasebach if he would have cut down Moa out of turn 4 like we do qualifying, if he could have maybe edged Springstro to the line... Mm. Uh, we looked it up on my laps. It was 24 thousandths Is that what it was? of a second. It was, clo- I mean, it was, it was really wow. close for a final Literally transfer spot. Literally a matter
0: of inches. You could, just, you could barely see it from up top where the nose was
2: just about an inch ahead yep of I, spot. You better bet get you under those
1: it. cars and start measuring transponders. Make right. sure they're in the right spot. Yeah, no kidding.
2: <laughs> well, I've got video evidence, so, I mean, even if it comes down to that, I can have it pulled up and pull that exact frame up when they cross the finish line.
0: And what's really... Something I had mentioned over the PA as well is these are important moments in the rookie of the year battle because you have so you have Griesbach, you have Corey Manders, you have Springstrow and all these guys who need to make those features to get those extra points. And you know, here's a here's a deal where now Tim Springstrow, just by an inch, gets past Grant Griesbach, gets into the feature and you know, who knows where down the line those extra four, five, six, seven, eight points could come into play
1: yeah absolutely that's super important important as well as the money and just the laps you know when you don't make the the feature you're done at the end of the night after a 12 or 15 lap semi-feature being able to get out there and complete like tim did tonight finished on the lead lap completed all 35 laps that's just getting him more and more seat time behind the wheel that's going to make him better as well yeah
0: and it's uh it was a fantastic night in the Superlates. i mean stroka setting quick time coming out there tonight uh Kind yeah, that's a,
2: another guy we talked about getting a monkey off the bat. Yeah,
0: kind of a, a good turn of events for him because, you know, just talking to him during opening ceremonies, uh, the things that he went through last week with breaking the J-bar and having the problems with the drive shaft and all those <laughs> things, had to get that fixed real fast before qualifying. Didn't have the thunder race that he wanted. Kind of finding a little bit of the upslope here now for the 52 team.
1: Yeah, those guys have definitely hit their stride, and I think uh, – they're going to be a top team to compete with here, you know, um, anytime you get a different car or new car, you got some things to work through, figure out what the driver likes, you know, even though they got it from Steve Apel and Steve probably gave them all of their notes, you know, Brent and Steve probably drive a little bit different, so figuring out what Brent wants um, as well as now this was our first night on a 2-tire program versus a 4, what kind of adjustments do they got to make to that car and obviously what they did worked for them. Yeah, tonight.
0: and I want to ask you about that because I did ask Brent as well. How different does your driving style Have to be when you go From the 4 to the 2 or does it change at all He said he doesn't really change at all he figures He's just as fast on 4 and 2 I don't think that's the case for everybody The numbers wouldn't tell you so much What is it What is it like for you what does that do to your Program
1: yeah it's more the car um, You definitely need to tighten things up because Most teams are going to have one of the used Tires on the right rear so you're not going to have As much forward drive as you typically would With 4 tires But um, there is just a little bit different uh, feel for it as that right rear tire wears in and gets hot in the race. You start maybe losing the back end, getting in the corner, start losing some drive off later in the race, things like that. Um, where When you have four brand new ones, you kinda, you're kind of you Superman for a while. So I think it's more adjusting on the car versus the driver. But as a driver, knowing it in your mind, you're maybe a little bit more tentative on corner exit and how much throttle you can give it probably the main thing
0: and of course back to four next week for the red race but we'll get into that in a second uh, as we kind of move along through the results here and make our way to the late models where Andy and I made some picks and uh how'd that work out uh, for you well you know, I think that
2: drink I, that you're drinking right there yeah says I feel it all. like
0: I'm kind of jinxed because I pick first and like it's the point counterpoint kind of thing and maybe I should just pick last to kind of clean up a little what bit. What I, I podcast don't know. is this? Is nineteen? 19. We figured so we yeah. probably
1: bet
2: at least eight, nine, ten. At least yeah. I'd say we'd probably. bet I don't 10. think
1: you've won. Dan's no, won once. No, I. Won.
2: Uh, I'm the Muppet of the podcast. And what did here. I win?
1: Uh, you didn't get to show up last week. Apparently. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I had a you week, wanna, <laughs> week off. we You want to? You want <laughs> a week off? Get out of jail free card for the
0: podcast.
2: <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Yeah. Works. So.
1: You By the Jesse way, the Facebook Live got like two thousand views. I know this only gets that. like thirty listens, so maybe we should just go with no. that.
0: I think everybody just wanted to see your beautiful face, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice all the comments? Everybody's saying hi to Andy, and in, nothing to you, nothing to me. I mean, I don't feel You're, bad. I just, about it, I just put just a wave emoji. That's all I did. You got a face for
1: radio. What can they say? <laughs>
2: yeah. I had
0: a, I had a pixelated face there a little <laughs> bit too. I don't know what that was all about, but. Whatever, I guess I got to get some better internet there at the homestead. But anyway, you picked Jesse Bernhagen; he ended up winning. I took Rodewald, who was leading for a while, and man, that was kind of a, a mess at the start. There, they had a hard time getting going.
1: Yeah, it was uh, what Wenzel and Meyerhoff are up front. They restarted that a few times. Yeah, and a it wasn't that there. they did.
0: They kind of botched the lineup a little bit, and they figured it out where um, Matt Whitman was supposed to start on the outside of the front row. And then when he dropped out, they were going to move their whole row up Well Meyerhoffer sort of slid into a place where he wasn't supposed to be. Um, so they got that other yellow, which allowed them to go single file and kind of get back to where the lineup was supposed to be. So Meyerhoffer might have been complaining that he should have been up front, but really he kind of <laughs> caught a break to get up there, and they sort of righted the wrong, if you will. And in the end, it all kind of worked out the way it was supposed to. So if the fans were confused about that, it was kind of wrong, and then it went back to being right. Yeah. I guess would be in the, the, the end, figured it out, it got
1: it right before because there was only one lap in, so it's not right. like it made made a big difference. It's yeah, there was, was still plenty
0: out. of time to try to get to the front there. And uh,
1: Brazen yeah. had a good run. I saw he was Brazen, up front.
0: Yeah, Brazen did really well. He finished, I believe, in second because he got past Rodewald too. And I mean, Travis looked good. The problem was, is I think that it seems like they're kind of fighting that car early on in the air because I don't really think he got. The run that he wanted last week, I I know he didn't at the Tundra race. And you could see that thing looked like it was pushing pretty hard in one and two.
1: Yeah, and the other thing that you know we really haven't talked about with that class is uh, they switched to the D800 tire to get aligned with the rest of the state. So maybe there's just something slightly a little bit different that Travis liked last year when they were on the 750. The 800s maybe got a little bit more grip. Some things that they're going to figure out through the year. I'm glad you mentioned that because we chatted with Jesse
0: Bernhagen after the feature event, and he actually brought this up in the interview. Let's take a listen. Jesse Bernhagen picks up the win tonight in the late models. Jesse, it took you quite a while to get to victory lane last year. How good is it to kind of do what Andy Monday did and just get it out of the way here in week number two? It feels great. It takes the the pressure off your shoulders. Um, I think the way that we did it tonight, too, makes you feel really good about how the car is working, and it, it really gives you some confidence going forward. It's kind of one of those things where... You know, the racetrack giveth, the racetrack taketh away. Last week, obviously, might have taken one away from you uh, with all the bobbles in front. And this week, uh, kind of seemed like the fortune was on your side. The fortune
1: definitely was on my side. I was really happy with the the way that the restarts worked out after after the chaos that was the first lap caution. Um, I was really proud of the club for getting that sorted out, um, and that was that was the turn that we needed. Because had that not worked out, we probably wouldn't have won the race. Because um, we were we went from starting. Ninth or something back up to six where we belonged so it was it was really nice uh, that the tides turned in our way that way for sure
0: So that's Jesse Bernhagen who sets fast time tonight and wins the feature and Andy you were kind of touching on it a little bit that D800 is still, still a mystery to some but Jesse Bernhagen's got a year on it after racing at the Dells and he thinks that's
1: why he's off to a fast start yeah, I think most drivers I've talked to like the tire, um, but anytime you change a tire compound, it's just going to do a little bit different things to the car, and um, obviously Jesse knows what his car likes for it, so it's kind of gave him a leg up coming into this year, having run on it at the Dells and Big 8, all the other tracks. Yeah, one thing I noticed, too, is
0: the Super Stocks, I believe they changed to the same tire compound, and their laps have been pretty quick this year, and uh-huh. one who is very quick, she said her first ta- fast time, congratulations to Rachel Meyer, offer almost got through, but Larry Rego, the veteran racer, kind of- The banana boat. Holding on, the banana boat. Banana boat to Victory Lane this evening. Big old Larry Rego, doing well.
2: When was the last time he visited Victory Lane?
0: He's usually good for one or two a year. I don't know if he was in victory lane at all last year, but certainly the year before, I would. Yeah, I don't
1: think, think he made it there last year but unless I he mean, got there after Tech Ta- 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 had their way with the super stock class. But right, it was yeah. mostly Wenzel last year. Wenzel and yeah. Wills and uh, Seidel, yeah, were the guys that mainly cleaned up. Yeah, but uh,
0: speaking
2: of another guy that I'm really impressed with, Seidel in that super late.
0: Yeah, he's doing well. Oh yeah, won his heat race today. Yeah, he did. Yep. He did. And he, he, did. he can
1: drive that car sideways. Yeah, yes, he has He does did. a good <laughs> job holding yeah. on to it. Oh, Maybe, yeah. Has he got a little dirt in his background? I don't know. He must. Maybe. He's got good car control.
0: Yeah, so uh, whatever happened to that super stock, the old Chevy? That was Terry Van Roys, and it was his, and I don't know. That thing's probably just sitting on the sidelines now, huh? That's not the number nine figure eight, is it? I don't believe so, no. Okay. No.
2: Well, I mean, the guy is here to ask. Well,
0: actually, I just got the story, and that number nine figure eight is actually... Uh, the car that they had last year with a new body on it, body okay. that they had purchased from somebody, so uh, same car, different body. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that old Chevy's still just sitting somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. But no,
1: back to the Superstock class, um, Rachel offer we talked about this on the Facebook Live. Uh, last Thursday at the bar, kind of after the races, she was kind of bummed out because they were second in time, second in the heat, second in the feature. Um, not being able to pick up a first in any of those, and uh, tonight, uh, getting the fast time, and then uh, like you, you should said, have seen her face down on the front stretch when we were getting ready
0: to interview her. Man, she was excited. She was a happy girl.
1: Yeah, it's that's really good to see, and uh, had followed it up with a great run in the feature, like you said. If uh, they would have settled some things out front with with Rago and um, um, who was in second, uh, third again? George Schwalbach, Schalbach, And unfortunately
0: right. for Rachel, it did happen too late out of the fourth turn, coming to the checkered <laughs> flag, and then she kind of. If that would have been, I think a 21 or a 22 lap feature, which I don't know, weirder things have happened than having 21 or 22 lap features. I, she would have had a chance, I think. Yeah, yeah. So she'll be a car to watch now coming into the red race next week. That yeah, like you, like you had mentioned before we started the podcast, she was a point leader coming into tonight, and then fast time did okay in the heat, and in the second place. She's she's got to be tops now, and maybe pulling away a little yeah. bit.
2: Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be fun to watch. We're going to see another Dylan Wenzel-esque uh, dominance. Well, I, I don't know if I'd go that far because she still hasn't won
0: a feature yet, and I'm sure the day is coming, but very quickly. that's kind of a class where there is a pretty good bit of competitive balance. Don't use the term parody. I've heard that. <laughs> Gary Bettman does not like the term parody. parody. You have to call it competitive balance. I mean, you have Rego. You have Timer. I can see that 65 winning. I can see the 59 winning. I can see the 117, the 63. I think we're going to see a lot of different feature winners this year, probably including the 21.
1: And don't forget, in the next few weeks, we might see a number four station wagon. Right get back on the track as and
2: well. And you never
0: know when that three might show up again. He might get a little bored one night and Red, maybe white, try to blue, take it, it out. Yeah, that's kind of what up. I was thinking. What about if that 79 comes back? Do you remember
2: that? Ariana Beatty yep. racing that last year. A yeah, couple was of top three finishes, I think. So. And I know there's a couple other guys that are planning on coming out in the next couple of weeks as well. One of them being uh, Jammin, Jill- uh, Jammin' Jimmy Wilson. and Jimmy.
0: Jamie and Jimmy. Former Mid-American Stock Car Series racer, Jamie and Jimmy Wilson. Jimmy Wilson
1: is a patron of the X-Bar, which we're at right now. Yes. I've seen him Where's here Where's his name times. up there? Is He's name, got his, his own ceiling up there somewhere. somewhere up here. Yes. Um, Jimmy Wilson went to high school with my brother-in-law way back in the day. Yeah. We've been friends ever since. Great Very guy. Nice. What high school? That would be, well... Appleton East, but I don't Appleton, know if they completed it all. Maybe they went all. Appleton Central. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, back in <laughs> the day. And then it's split off into
0: a few different uh, high schools. Um, continuing on with a quarter mile, we talked about the first-time fast qualifier. First-time fast qualifier and feature winner now, Bobby Watts. You're having a pretty good night. He raced Monday at Plover, different truck. He's got that this 89 truck. Looks pretty darn impressive.
1: Yeah, it really was, and uh, Bobby, um, like we talked about on the podcast before, he bought a truck from Jordan Fisher as he yep. got out, but he was actually helping Jordan a lot during all those traveling races and stuff last year, um, gaining a lot of knowledge, and obviously that's paying off. Yeah, and talk about another guy that was just ear-to-ear grinning
0: when I went down there to interview him, and I'm, he said, I want to make Lauren Leach my best friend this season, <laughs> down in Victory Lane interviews, and well, tonight was a good start. They can kindle
1: the friendship. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't follow Bobby Wittier on Facebook, I recommend you do because he shares a lot of very cool uh, in-truck videos. And it's also got the GPS technology on it with the miles per hour and stuff. Very nice. It's it's really nice. The G-forces, things like that, to see what's actually going on in the sport truck. Because maybe from the stands they don't look like those guys are going very quick Oh, but. they're hauling well, They're yeah, they hauling the mail pretty good, two inches off the ground You know what I
0: thought was interesting uh, when I talked to Bobby before the races start He had said that that truck that he has now, which is the Jordan Fisher truck That's the one that he races at Kekona, the 89 And then he's got the two truck that he raced at Plover, which was his last year He says the 89 truck absorbs the bumps a little better It's a little bit of a softer ride Former sport truck driver Andy Monday, how
1: important is that? That's everything. Um, there's not a whole lot of adjustments on the sport trucks. You can do some stuff with camber, with some tire pressures, with some wedge. But other than that, um, it's really just about being smooth and not getting upset on that quarter mile. It's probably of all the tracks that the sport trucks race on, the quarter mile Kakana is probably the roughest. So I think so. They love Pulver.
0: They loved it, nice and smooth. That golden Pulver is a
1: great track. The Dells, Norway, obviously they go there. Uh, way back in the day, 141 was an awesome track for the sport trucks. So. Um, but, yeah, Kakana's just a little bit on the rougher side, so if you got a smooth truck, that's that gets you going pretty good. Bumpy, but it uh, worked out really well for Bobby Watts here tonight, and
0: uh, Kylie Vanderbos close to another win. Um, some of the top contenders kind of dropped out. You know, we had Fickle had problems. Jason Plutz had problems. Kyle Quella had problems. Major b- problems. Yeah, it was a tough night for some of the top drivers in the Nathan trucks. Nathan
1: Brantmeyer I seen came off yeah. on the tow truck twice, once yep. in practice, once after the heat. They. They had a rough night as well.
2: Sounded like he was having power issues almost. Let me ask you this, Andy. My dad brought this
0: up to me, and I thought it was kind of an interesting theory or thought or, I don't know, maybe something that actually happens. Uh, We saw some trucks dropping out from Plover on Monday, and it was hot, 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 hot. My dad turns to me, and he says, well, these are snowmobile engines not really designed to work in the heat and humidity is that a factor for these sport trucks
1: unbelievably huge these aren't just snowmobile engines these are air cooled snowmobile engines so a lot of your newer sleds now are liquid cooled with antifreeze and stuff in them um these are still air cooled naturally aspirated engines so when it's hot muggy they do not run well they hate it what can you do uh you can change the jetting and the carburetors so I know they mess around a lot with that is you go out, run a practice run, pull the spark plugs out, look at it. You can see if they're running too rich, too lean. Um, sometimes fuel is your best friend. The more fuel you give it can help cool it because um, it's a cooling agent as well. So it's kind of a lot of balance there. and. Um, One thing that the sport truck guys often have to do at Kakana is we'll be out there practicing, qualifying when it's 85 degrees out. When they come out to run their feature, it might be 60 degrees Mm -hmm. out. So they got to take a swing and a guess at it too for changing the jetting for the feature. And that's really what they have to work with. I know like inside Kyle Qualis truck and probably uh, the Krieger truck, um, they have what's called a Digitron, which actually gives them exhaust gas temperatures, and they can see if those are elevated or down, which will help them make a better decision for the jetting as well. Yeah, that was, that's the last thing you want to do is Yeah, that was kind of, I guess
0: I never really even thought about that. Out of all the years I've been watching sport trucks, and it makes a ton of sense that, you know, these things aren't really designed for this kind of application, whereas obviously the race motors... When these guys build, like, your super late model motor or your late model motor, they think about these things ahead of time, whereas you're just kind of going out and getting the sport truck motor from a snowmobile, and then you got to kind of figure out how to make it work in the summertime. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And it wasn't even really that hot today, but it was. Uh,
1: it did get a bit muggy. Yeah, it's more the humidity and, and how that plays into it because that has a bigger effect on the jetting than the actual temperature.
0: Well, motors that we know always work in the heat and humidity, or at least they should because they're streetcar motors, right, are yeah. the Sizzling 4s. And we are joined here at the X-Bar by Sizzling 4 driver Scott Wolf.
3: How Hi. are you, Scott? Thanks, good. We made you
0: wait long enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Pretty good season so far. Tell us about it. Oh, just trying a new setup this year. Uh, doing the best I can out there. Trying to learn as much as I can from some of those veteran drivers out there. Talking with them and. I think our podcast guy here, Dan, he's helping you out a little bit, isn't he? Uh, he's uh, pretty close to where the car stays, so he can come help me out and give me a little insight on some of the knowledge he has. It's pretty helpful and helps what do get you me learned in there, Dan. if you hear the
1: screaming in the background, I think that's Scott's groupies that are here at the bar. Yes. Yes,
0: definitely. Big
3: Scott Wolf fans. He brought a crowd here. Yes, he did. <laughs> well, I'm learning that I Sun's can't out, swing a hammer uh, yeah, for the life of me. Yeah, Dan's pretty good at finding himself with the hammer instead of what he's supposed to hit. Yep,
0: I have <laughs> I have. I did notice that. That's, yeah, that's bad news. <clears throat> bad news bears. Yeah, so
2: I'm not allowed to touch the hammer now to pound out uh, dents and stuff. Okay. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we. You know, if your race
0: car driver doesn't get dense, you don't have to worry about that stuff. That's
2: true. He needs to stop doing that. Uh. You know, he needs to stop running into the back of other cars
3: as well. well sometimes you need help stopping. <laughs> there you go.
2: You know,
1: one thing I noticed tonight watching the four-cylinder feature is it almost reminded me a little bit of watching a NASCAR restrictor plate race at Daytona or Talladega. There was a lot of pushing and shoving and bumper to bumper. Uh, Jerry Conrad was pushing Dan Thompson around in the PC Cruiser for about 10 laps. Uh, we saw Brody Roves get to the front, and it looked right. like uh, our eventual race winner was kind of guarding both lanes with well, uh, the 35. I and have the, a theory about they, that. They were nose nose to tail quite a bit.
0: I do have a theory about that. Uh, in the last laps, remember, there was, um, I think it may, maybe it was the 73 of Sharapata.
1: Yes. That yep.
0: blew up and left some... Residuals down, if you will. Oh, wow. Yeah, that inside oh, yeah. lane was in pretty
2: bad shape. Yeah. Uh, I was still. surprised
1: how much oil dry they put down. I'm like, don't these cars yeah. only hold like four or five quarts of oil? Like, holy crap! Well,
0: whatever. Well, when it
2: just it spills on the track and then just goes everywhere.
0: Yeah. But uh, I think that's why you saw the 114. He was sort of driving down the middle of the track after that last restart, and I, in my eyes, it was to stay off of that Get inside of line. Because then on the last lap, Rick Glazer went down. He he saw just enough space to try to get inside the 114. He went down, and he just went sliding right up into a yep. and it, it did not end up working out well for him. So I think that's why we saw the 114 kind of running down the middle.
3: Well, maybe we should just ask the guy over here what the track conditions were like? Uh, well, right on that restart, that inside line was hard to hold. Uh, I was kind of fighting a car pushing a little bit out of the corner, but felt good in there. You just started sliding right away doing the best can to hold the line there you just kind of got to ride right above
0: it that's not fun with a front wheel drive car either is it
3: <laughs> oh that's tough to save when you start getting sideways or pushing on that you kind of got a it's let off the throttle at the tire grip and get back into it and uh you let off that throttle you got someone trying to move you right away you know high competitive class tell us about the
1: outside lane on the quarter mile obviously we see on the half mile we had two solid grooves. You can get, make some moves on the outside. It really seems like in the four-cylinder class, there's maybe a, a handful or a half a dozen cars that can really make some passes on the outside, like Heather Wolfgram, obviously Brody Revest, some of those guys. What's the key to getting your car to work on the high side?
3: I, I, I think just sometimes I'm driving too early into it. You know, you got to kind of roll through that corner a little harder, but you're, you're trying to push so hard into that corner to start. That's it's tough to hold that outside line and try to keep her tight. That quarter mile is pretty flat. I mean, on the half yeah. mile, it's,
1: what, 12, 14 degrees of banking. Yeah, the quarter mile has got to be like five. It's nothing. It yeah. is not much.
3: You don't notice it too much with the banking. You just kind of got to try to set up the car to roll into that corner strong out of the outside line. And, you know, and what? What's your go-to yeah. for that? Camber? yeah the air
0: pressures stagger
3: yeah messing with the tire pressures and uh you're allowed to run different tire sizes same wheel so I kind of messed around with that uh run a new setup on that front end I got a lot smaller tire than I did last year so I got less uh width to work with there so it's a little harder to grip on that outside line so uh, trying to find a way to make that work and,
2: and we already found out about that tire pressure
3: yeah, he, uh, Last week, he was rolling over that right front, yeah, so he was running that. on that rim. Ooh, not good. I definitely feel that coming out of the corner. Car starts skipping, and I thought maybe I was getting a flat. It kind of worried me a little bit, but it didn't feel too hard going down the front, so I was like, no, oh, I'll keep running it. Oh. So
0: how many years do you have now in the four-cylinders? I want to say three, four, something along those lines?
3: No, this, uh, this is my first full year, actually. Okay. I uh, started about halfway through. Uh, last year, got uh, friend of mine get really lucky. Said, "Hey, if you want it? I'll sell it to you pretty cheap." And I'm like, "Decent." It's like, "Give me a week, get the money, and I'll have that car." And then the good old fashioned credit card, max the safety equipment, and go race. Mm. So, why, why, why into racing? Why into the four
0: cylinder class? Uh, what's your history in, in short track? Didn't you racing? hear the
1: groupies before screaming? What other reason would there
0: be? Oh, what is that? What is it's the movie Miracles, right? isn't it obvious for the girls (laughs)
3: right well uh my mom actually brought me out when i was three she actually brought me out for the fireworks thought i would uh wasn't sure how i'd handle the race cars and i actually watched the race cars no problem the fireworks came out and i hid under her chair so and uh just kind of made it a tradition and started coming out and i was like sitting up there in the stands watching was like i want to do that sometime and Got the uh, opportunity, and I was like, "This is just too good not to jump on it." And I chose the four-cylinder because it's more of a full-body-sized car rather than the sport trucks. So hoping to move up someday, so I was like, "Well, I'll just get a- more used to having a fuller body out there and what I got to work with."
1: And you kind of got a unique day job too, where um, the cars that you work on in race are somewhat similar to the cars you work on at work. And you work with some people like Dennis Chase. Look at look at the sly brush. smile
0: on his face. Look his at him face. over there. Look at that. Yeah, Dennis yeah, probably a gets a little a annoyed with how much advantage. I bug up to the day.
3: Uh, <laughs> I'll walk over to him like, hey, Dennis, so uh, what would you recommend on this? <laughs> his go-to is, I don't know, I don't run four cylinders. <laughs> ah, he's sandbagging you. Yep. He knows. <laughs> Dennis, you know. <laughs>
0: You know, I, I like your story, Scott, and I feel like yours is the story that we as circle track people, you know, myself doing a little promoting on the side and obviously with the Fox River Racing Club and things like that, trying to get people involved and into racing and things like that. And I really like your story, just someone sitting in the stands, seeing the race cars and wanting to do, do the task of getting out there and and trying is is that something you think can happen for more people or do you feel like you're kind of a unique story do you know some other people that maybe want to do the same kind of thing that you did
3: i, I got a friend who's asking me for questions i kind of keep an eye out see if i can find it he's looking i think the sport trucks he's like if you see any trucks i kind of like you know here's some the facebook pages you know people post them on there pretty cheap uh it's i mean it it seems really daunting at first The biggest part is that startup cost. You got to get your safety equipment. You got to have something to pull the car with, something to put the car on to get it to the track. But once you get once you get behind that, I mean, just maintaining the car is not too bad if you run a clean race and don't go wrecking stuff by driving over cars, (laughs) like you did tonight. Uh oh. Uh, Or you know, uh, what was that? The blue race last year? No, uh, I think it was two weeks after the blue race where that happened. But
1: and there's another form of racing that you do in the winter. That maybe Matt doesn't even know about here.
3: We do got you hooked I, on, you on the I old i racing now too. All the i racing. Yeah, tried some i racing. Me and you were in a rally car room I feel, for like two I hours. Feel one I so night.
0: out of touch with you i racers. I feel like I should be more involved than everyone's you saying. Oh, you got to get i racing. And I just do yeah, not get don't. into
2: it, dude. I mean, I love it. I was telling,
0: I was so telling, it's telling, it's telling you, I like i race better with a few of these. I tell you, yeah. I. I well, you know what? <laughs> that escape key to rebuild that new car, that, that <laughs> helps out. I feel like I, if I was going to do anything, I would get back into the old dirt track racing from Ratbag. Oh, do you remember uh, that one?
1: Yep. Yeah. That was a good one. NASCAR racing 2, Dirt to Daytona. Dirt to oh, Daytona. Dirt to Daytona. Oh, that was the
0: best, man. I love that game. Remember I still have Na- that for the Remember PS2. the NASCAR fight to the top. Where yep. you got to intimidate guys, yep. you would press the B button and intimidate them, yep. or you'd press the A and you'd draft with them, and <laughs> then like
3: afterward, they'd do a, a little,
0: they'd do a little cut scene and the guy would come over and start screaming and pointing at you and stuff like that. Yep. Those were fun games, man.
3: <laughs> I got screamed at a
0: lot in those games. <laughs> oh, see, I was an ally. Until one guy made me mad, I would pick one guy in the Modifieds, and I didn't care who it was. It was just one guy in he would be my punching bag for the you year.
2: Would,
3: you would just be somebody that did you wrong in the whoever first race. Was,
0: whoever was like second in points would be my punching bag.
3: <laughs> for oh, the those year. games, I always put the theory: eight wheels turn better than four. That's Especially perfect. at Martinsville. Do you remember uh-huh. the?
0: you remember the first one of the first NASCAR yeah. games where you could do the cheat code and shoot paintballs out of your car? No, I don't, no, like I don't that. remember oh, that. I think it's like NASCAR '98 or something. Uh, Molly, but that
2: sounds ha- like fun. as ha- ha- old as I am. Yeah,
0: Molly Hatchet was in that game. That was the song. And then you could go to Bristol and just shoot people with paintballs, and they would spin out, win Maybe by three I'm too laps.
1: old, but my first racing game was pole position for Atari.
0: There you go. <laughs> what about the drag racing one? Yeah, that one too. That was a good one too. Well, Scott, thanks for joining us. And uh, like I said, your story is fantastic, and I think it's one that needs to be told, and hopefully more people kind of follow in your footsteps.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys out there are more than willing to help. I mean, that first night I showed up, I had – six or seven drivers come up to me within 20 minutes asking if I had any questions so I mean everyone's more than friendly and willing to help out and to get out it's there great class for that yeah. you hear that a
1: lot excellent excellent well you thanks. got any sponsors you want to thank yeah
3: oh uh, yeah thank my primary sponsor uh powerhouse stumping uh jumping on and then uh delicious coming on just before the season started uh they just opened up cookie shop uh hit them up they're really good where is that located? Uh, it's right on Schaefer Street, uh, okay. just across from Appleton uh, East. Yep. Um, i have to check that out. And Fantastic Definitely. Dan Video. What? Yeah. Fantastic what Dan me? Video.
1: I think that should be on the 18
0: car. He's really
3: good at putting stickers on so I can go ruin them.
1: There you go. Yeah. See so like what you need hood. to do, Dan, to help him out is this piece of equipment right in front of you here, this computer. Yeah. You need to figure out how to hack into the computer on his mm. four-cylinder car and reprogram some shifting points and, and things Andy, like that. now you're getting way too far here, bud. Okay. Nah, I'll stop. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, again, a big thanks to Scott Wolf for joining us here at the X Bar. Uh, one final race of the evening uh, to talk about. This one got a little interesting at the end That was a term Lauren Leach said I thought that was a pretty good term When we talk about Craig Van and Mike Meyerhofer And Meyerhofer
1: got Das Boot at the end You probably had a good view of that You were still down on the front stretch yep. Yeah, that was a good race to watch And like you said, Craig picking up two for two on the year here So he's undefeated Yeah, and Craig Krieger was having sparks fly Not like the Taylor Swift song Not the
0: good kind <laughs> uh, as The wheel came off of that machine Rustler, or Becky? That they have. well.
1: Uh, uh, how many cars do they have tonight? I want to say uh,
2: nine, ten, something good. around it's that.
1: It's good to see that that car count's up, you know, with everything that happened at the end of last year. They made some changes with rules right. and things like that. Um, it's good to see those guys. And as we get further into the season, the red, white, and blues, mm. and then obviously closer to the eve, you're going to see that figure eight car count continue. Yeah, and to go. as
0: has always been the case, those guys are incredibly respectful with each other, trying to avoid the X and things like that. So. Uh, good to see. And like you said, hopefully the car count keeps climbing. But as of right now, I mean, competitive balance. We had it again tonight, too, with Meyerhofer, Van Der Wettering, Terry Van Roy was right there, Willie Van Camp. They we were like all right in a pack until Lord Becky spun out in front of everybody. That kind of backed a whole bunch of people up. Otherwise, uh, things were going pretty well there. Yeah, eh? great show for those guys. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. But uh, moving on to next week the red race week three and we're already into the red white and blue kind of seems a little bit early but we started a week later this year so 50 laps you don't have to start in the back you picked a good week to win (laughs) what's gonna happen next week
1: uh it's gonna be another great show obviously we've had the first two weeks very competitive balance as you like continue to say do not call it parody in the uh super late class now you're gonna add Dennis Prunty, who's won, what, five features this year, if you count Kakana Tundra and Slinger wins. Pretty incredible. Good start Uh, for the Andersons He's on a roll. Obviously, Steve Apel with the new Fury chassis. Um, He ran great at the Tundra race as well is going to be here. There's an outside chance we might see Johnny Sauter. Anytime he shows up at a racetrack, uh, he's a threat to win as well. So um, we're going to have some travelers in here, maybe close to 30, 32 cars. Um, Sounds like they're going to take 18 by qualifying. Um, and then they're going to have a couple FRC provisionals for the guys highest in points that maybe don't qualify so well, um, and then four from the semi. And I, that might be the most exciting race to watch next week. Could is be. that semi? It feature was good this week. With it's how been competitive good the last two weeks, yeah, this class has been. So, uh, should be a great race. We're also going what thirty laps for the late model class. Yeah, we always get the extra laps in
0: the late models. Maybe, possibly, might see a few guys. I think Nick Egan was kind of kicking it
1: around because Mike Egan's going to come up and run. No, we've seen Jeremy Miller come up in the past. Yeah, we have seen that in the past, so
0: uh, we could see maybe a couple of extra late models. Uh, I think I mentioned we might also see some extra Super Stocks. We've seen that in the past as well. Four-cylinder drivers, that's where we discovered the Brody Revest last (laughs) season, so you never really know there. But, um, yeah, I think that Super Late race is going to be... Pretty crazy. I mean, there's rumblings. Dalton Zier might show up in the David Satorius 93 car. Uh, Chris Kelly was out here practicing. Sounds like he might show up. Robbie Iverson could show up. Robbie He's Iverson's been here, been here, in here the past, Red, White, so and blues, yep. Yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of super late model racing and you want to see a, a heck of a car count, Red Race is as good a time as any to come check it out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That kicks <laughs> off the Red, White, and Blue series, which is a three-race series within a series, and... Um, again, four tire show. A lot of travelers coming. Should be a great night for racing. Yeah,
0: hopefully, my, definitely. Hopefully, my nature. Are we gonna do some picks? On. You're not Let's really gonna make picks. me do this, are you? Not for it. the
2: red race because you're never gonna pick yourself. That's fine. He might. Well, uh, I, uh, <laughs> he might. Well, we can even let you know
1: you didn't show up to the last podcast. We'll let Matt pick first, uh, then you get second pick.
2: No, you pick first. No, I get second pick. I'm all in the weeds. Nope. Yep. Hey, nope.
1: Can,
0: can I do like the the coin toss at an NFL game and defer? <laughs> pick last. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to take a swing at this one. I am going to go with Team Forty Seven and Casey Johnson. Ooh, He's looked, way to go on a limb. I know. <laughs> hey, when you're as bad as I am with the record I have, I need one. So I am going to try to make the safest. One of the safest picks possible because I think there's a lot of good cars. But I think this is a bit of a safer pick. I'm going with 47 car. The way that he got up through the field and then chewed away at the top four tonight, if that would have been a 50-lap race, I think you might have had a little company in that 47 car. You had plenty of company. There's no question about that. (laughs) Uh, But I think that could be the guy next week. I'm going with Casey Johnson for my pick.
1: Okay. And Pathfinder is undefeated yet this yes. year at Kakana. That is true. So that's another Pathfinder
2: team. And a there. former
0: red, white, and blue champion in Casey Johnson.
2: So you man? mentioned uh, you mentioned company that he had tonight. There were. There were two. There were three. Uh, two. You can't really count the fourth in that long line there. Yeah, I don't know. He had a pretty good week, week one. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I have to go with our current rating. Red, white, and blue champion Bobby Kendall
0: The Montello Missile Correct That's a he's good pick
2: just, I mean Decent pick He he was giving you a run for your money All night tonight
1: Me and Bobby have raced that way for the last Probably six years So It was a good battle
2: It, it was, was a really good it battle
1: was a, It was a <laughs> hell
0: of a lot of fun to watch I guess There's no two ways about that Alright I got Johnson He's got Kendall You got the Outsiders yet yeah? I mean Dennis Prunty with his five wins in a row, winning the Tundra race. Steve Apple has oh now finished fourth, or no, finished second in four out of the five Tundra races, except for the one that he won. You know, there's something
1: th- about that team. I don't know what. Here's it is. a guy I'm going to pick, and this, he's a former Red White and Blue this champion is Probably too. not going to be a very popular pick Andy just Monday. because he's slow. Started out the season, Anybody somewhat slow. Oh, I know but where you are going. When it comes to Red White and Blue races and the longer laps. The number two of Lowell Bennett always mm-hmm. finds a way to get better and better every time there's that race. So, yeah, that's a you know, good point. You got I'm gonna, a good point I'm gonna, there. I'm going to take Lowell, even though he hasn't, uh, hasn't had the start to the season as he had hoped. I think they uh, get some things turned around next week and uh, get their first win of the year.
0: You know what's the most
1: fun of trying to
0: make these picks is there are so many different ways we can go. It's not like you're at a track where there's two or three guys where that's kind of the safe spot. I mean, we're talking five, six, ten guys. Ten guys, yep. At least. At least that we can pick here. Yeah, even when I said and I'm picking number two, good. you didn't even yeah. know which two I was picking. That's true. Right?
2: And that's not even including the outsiders that are coming right. in. Like, there's there's always going to be a different dash. Well, like Andy said, if Johnny Sauter shows up, my goodness, he's all of a sudden is a
0: top three contender. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so... Should be interesting as far as what we see. Obviously, it's going to be another busy night. Super late models, late models, quarter mile late models are back once again. Super stocks, I believe, are still on the docket. They're going to get a couple of nights off, but not that night.
2: Yep, you're right, because it's the nights after the red, white, and blue series. When the sport
0: mods come in. Correct. So we're just two weeks away from that. So obviously, the sizzling fours, the figure eights, everybody in the house coming up here next week should be a good time no extra admission price still 12 bucks to get in Six forty-five start time and may i suggest show up for qualifying if you can sometimes that is the most entertaining part of the night because you're following along who's in who's out who's getting bumped who's in the dash who's fast how fast are they qualifying can be a lot of fun to watch
1: yeah cal- qualifying can be kind of dramatic and uh that's definitely going to be a key point next week with the amount of cars coming to make sure you get in the race, A, and then set up to try to compete for the win in the race. Yeah, so. because you might be missing
0: half the story by the time you show up. If you show up at 645, you know, if someone slipped up in qualifying or somebody had a monstrous run that you wouldn't expect, uh, you might miss some of the good stuff. So, And we've f- seen
1: before, yeah. if we get some cooler weather moving in, four tires, that track record is not safe. It's shaking. Oh, no.
0: It is shaking. We So were, be
1: there for qualifying yeah, for Yeah, we were
0: relatively close during that Tundra race, too, down in the yep. ones. So yep, it could happen. Well, we already broke one record at the Tundra race. We did, yep. Meyerhofer. So you never know. The late models, I think they get the four tires, too. So
1: Yep. <laughs> no, nope, I think they, they switched that this year. Did it's they? Three? Okay. Yeah. I think they go to back to two.
0: Might stay on the two. So, okay. yeah, that maybe that track record might uh, stay intact for a little while. But like we said, you never know. Someone could show up and... Do a, little, out of the water. do a little something during qualifying So frrc.us Is the website if you want to find out more Information about the Fox River Racing Club All of the things coming up, the divisions, the points We're only two weeks in but we gotta Start thinking about it just a little bit And then of course all of the results And if you're on the Facebook Fox River Racing Club
1: Sometimes we do live broadcasts on there too Depends if Dan plans on showing up or not Then we gotta right. call an audible
2: Yeah you know yeah. I think I think more so now I'm going to be showing up. Okay. It was just I couldn't. We I, missed, was, I we went missed out camping. It's fine. Can you tell we
0: missed you? We're just salty because we missed you. That's I know it is. You I You don't know. call,
1: you don't write.
0: Yeah. Hey. Jeez.
2: I don't even post to Facebook anyways. So. I know.
0: That's she does that's it for our you. that's our window into your world, Dan. <laughs> and we need you to post more.
2: I will, don't worry.
0: Okay. It's our window into your world. We just we do it because we care about you, okay? I know. All right. <laughs> eat your eat your vegetables. <laughs> So, Fox River Racing Club back in action. Don't forget here at the X Bar, lots and lots of stuff going on. It's Thursday night. Dollar fifty pint beer, four for ten bombs. Fridays, Saturday the UV pints. I could have read that wrong and said the of pints. Happy hour and free pool all day on Sunday, Monday four dollars pitchers. Nice, not bad. Five for ten domestic bottles on Tuesday and Wednesday. Free pizza and darts. Why don't we come here on Wednesday? I know. We say this every time, and we just don't do it.
2: Uh, it's because, you know, it's kind of Thursday night thunder. Oh. but well, it's free pizza on Wednesday.
1: Maybe we could talk to Craig and get this moved around. Yeah. We could put the free pizza and put the pint beer up here.
0: We should talk about it. Right. Yeah. See if we got any kind of push. I don't know. We'll find out the hard way or the easy way, I guess. <laughs> but, again, that is here at the x Bar, and uh, A big thanks to... Craig and the, the whole Krieger gang here for having us. All right, congratulations, Andy. Enjoy that win and uh, try to go back
1: to back. Thanks, I appreciate it. It's good to get the get one off the back early in the season, and uh, hopefully this propels us forward for a good run. Pressure's off, right, Dan?
2: That's true. Pressure is off.
1: See you next week, Dan.
2: Yeah, see you next week. All right, see you next week, Andy.
0: Adios. Red race coming up. Till then, stay out of trouble.